I want everyone to think of like that next level who like, okay, like what armor are you putting on? Like, who are you stepping into to like take on this next challenge and like persevere? Because again, at the end of the day, like we have that choice. Like what train are you going to get on? Welcome to the Deep Dietitians podcast where Michelle and Lucy having raw and honest conversations. We want you to eat with confidence and feel empowered to take on your life without obsessing over food. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Deep Dietitians. It's Michelle and Lucy here. And we are about to dive into a hot topic today, or at least for the year of 2020 so far, it seems like it's very necessary to talk about. And what that is, is our mental mental health and how we can keep it afloat right now, how we can nourish ourselves and feel good in trying times. Because I feel like that is the struggle right now. What would you say, Lucy? I am right there with you. I'm right there with you. I think it's I think it's such a relevant topic because I think at this time, like mental health has been on everyone's radar because 2020. And I think at least personally, I'm feeling the fatigue of like keeping myself feeling good. So I feel like we need like a like a second wind of like, all right, we're in it. Hopefully we're almost done with not COVID and with everything, but at least finding a vaccine and maybe returning to normal life, maybe hopefully within the year, (laughs) you know? So Mm -hmm. getting a second win to have some perseverance. I think it's a topic to talk about because of that. Totally. I feel like perseverance and getting a second wind is exactly is exactly the vibe. I think like, again, collectively we're all, we're all in need of right now. And Yeah. I mean, I think you said it perfectly. It's like 2020 was already such a trying year where like we were doing the soul nourishment. We were like, you know, people were going inwards and doing the things and like trying our best to tend to our mental health. And I think, you know, with the turn of the clocks and into the new year, I think we all kind of, even though deep down we know like that's just because now the it's 2021, um, it doesn't necessarily mean things are going to change, but I think we all were kind of like hopeful that it just would. And I feel like a lot of people right now are just kind of like, they're just like, Oh, you know, like SOS, I need that second win. So yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, our hopes guys today is to kind of talk about how we can, what we can do, like what we can offer you some tips, some insights. It might be a review. You might've heard these things before. Uh, Maybe you'll get re-inspired, but the fact of the matter is we can't always change our reality and what's going on with things like COVID and the political things. (laughs) So we're going to have to figure out how to create our own second wind and persevere. So that's what we want to talk about tonight or today um, and empower you guys to do so. Does that feel good, Lucy? (laughs) I'm very into it because I'll share just a little bit. I have been my, my situation has changed a little bit. I've been quarantining and that's been a new, like, I mean, I've been socially distanced and stuff, but like, like very intensely quarantining lately. And I've definitely seen the effects of it. I feel like I'm at 
the beginning of quarantine, like back in March, 2020, like, I feel like, like a new babe coming into the quarantine world. Mm -hmm. And so it's been very interesting to see myself navigate that situation because I've surprised myself a little bit, but I think there's some like good things that we can talk about with food related ways to nourish yourself, but also non-food ways to nourish yourself, because I know that you're obviously very into both. So I'm curious, like what, where you want to start, like what you would love people to like as a first, not even like a first step, but like, what is one thing that you would say when it comes to having perseverance with mental health and yeah, really just persevering. That's (laughs) yeah. Like what, where would, yeah. So I was just talking about this the other night and I think the first thing I would say to everyone and like what I was sharing in my community um, recently is that, you know, the first thing we, I think it's important for all of us to do is just acknowledge, acknowledge where we are and that, you know what it is, it does suck. Right. And I said, Mm -hmm. the human in me totally acknowledges the human in you. Cause someone said, you know, someone was being honest and saying like, I feel like I have been doing the things and it's, and I'm just upset. Like I'm, I miss my life. I miss the gym. I miss traveling. I miss doing the things that I could do. And like, and it was just a, such a human share of of this particular woman. And, and I said, listen, like the human in me totally respects that. And, and I don't think we should hide that we're upset. I don't think we need to hide that we're angry, frustrated and things like that. I think like, let's just normalize accepting that. I feel like, cause that, I think when we meet that with resistance in order to quote unquote persevere, but we don't really accept it, it's, it, I feel like doesn't, it doesn't do us good, even though it might, we might think like, oh, well, I don't want to get sidetracked. So I'm just going to push past this. Mm-hmm. My opinion, my approach is like, acknowledge that it sucks. Cause it does. We're allowed to feel that way. I think that's the first thing. Does that make sense? Mm, I love that. I'm just going to second that and just repeat it. So everyone can hear it again is that we're allowed to feel that way. Like we're allowed to feel upset. We're allowed to feel quote unquote bad. We're like, we're about, we're allowed to feel negative feelings because I think you're right. I think especially at least like in the, when I see social media, cause I feel like that's where I like get my social fill. Everyone is like positive, positive, positive. Even if we're talking about mental health and like struggle, it's like, it still feels like there's that expectation that things need to be okay, even when they're not. And I think that we use up a lot of extra energy in not denial necessarily, but like resisting and saying, no, I'm fine. And then not taking care of what we really need to take care of. Totally. And I think that causes a, like, could cause more problems sometimes when you're just like, what's it called? Like toxic positivity or, um, my, my friend who's a therapist, I think there's a therapy, there's a term in therapy. And I think she was saying like, as a, like as her as a therapist and her friends see some of that on social media it's like that's actually kind of like could be damaging when you're like no everything's fine everything's fine and like cue the burning building behind you and it's like <laughs> no it's totally fine so I think yeah I think like let's just normalize that and you know and the second thing that I would would say and do like which is what I shared I said you know that's the human in me now the coach in me and even the coach in me would say that but the coach in me would say, yes, we see that and we have to adapt, right? So how can we, yes, I see you're, you're struggling and we're doing the things and commend yourself for that. Acknowledge that, see what, you know, give yourself 
you know, appreciation and a pat on the back. And again, that acknowledgement that you have been going through X, Y, and Z, and that you have tried to listen to that podcast and to do yoga and you hated it and to meditate, but you couldn't concentrate, but like whatever that is. Cause I think some people too see those things and then they get down on themselves on top of it. Cause they're like, Oh, well I did that and I hate it. So not only did I fail at it, but I also hate it. So I like now, like, so it's just mm-hmm. like, take a deep breath and like, it's, it's okay. And we have to kind of figure out, you know, this is what I shared with her. It's like, now let's get curious <laughs> with this, you know, second wave or whatever we want to call it that we're in. We kind of get to continue to explore what other things can light up our soul or what other ways we can be nourished. And it's like, no one signed up for this. Like, no one's like, let me really dive deep into the depths of my soul and get to know what, you know, what brings me comfort in quarantine. Like no one willingly did, but like, that's the thing. I feel like we're here and we have to kind of, yes, sulk in it a little bit, but then we have to say, okay. And, and view it, like choose to view it as a, I, now that this is the reality, what can I do? And I know that kind of sucks. Cause that's what I think a lot of people have been hearing, but it's kind of like the same thing with nutrition, right? It's like yeah. back to the basics, back to the basics. So yeah. it's <laughs> that's like where I was starting. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. It's a good place to start. Like it's frustrating because I was talking to one of my clients the other day and I was like, I know that you know this. And she's like, no, I, I like the reminder because we need the reminder. And one thing, mm-hmm. like literally you saying that feels so nourishing to my soul. I feel like I'm getting a coaching session. <laughs> because what I'm, I'm hearing you say is, it's like you're you're affirming the effort and I know that's what we teach people it's like the effort over the over the outcome like if you're ever in the coaching sphere I'm positive you will definitely hear that saying mm-hmm. effort over outcome and I love that because it's like affirm the part that of you that is trying to take effort like even if you couldn't meditate because you're you know you couldn't focus or you know you tried to do yoga and you didn't like it affirm the fact that you're trying to take action for yourself. And that's a really big deal because that takes effort. It takes a lot of effort to be like, I don't feel good. And I'm going to try this thing and see if it helps. And if it doesn't, Mm -hmm. that stinks. If it does awesome. But like the fact that you're trying to be proactive is something to be said. Totally. And I, and I think that's the part where it's kind of similar to the Oh yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. And keep going that Mm -hmm. our society is not always great at in more in many ways of like the pausing and like the the self-recognition and self-acknowledgement like I can almost guarantee probably every person who's listening to this can probably amp up their self-acknowledgement a little bit Mm -hmm. you know so a, a tactical thing that just pops into mind right now it's like other than like okay acknowledging and embracing the suck it's like as you're listening to this or after you listen to this like pause and write a list of like things that you you've done over the past 10 months now almost year in the situation that you've adapted to and just freaking and even if it is I did yoga and I freaking hated it like write that down because (laughs) because like no but like you said Lucy like that took that took effort because somewhere along the line you were like you know what I'm gonna try this and then continue to like do that. Cause I think when we actually pause and make the time to like 
do self-acknowledgement and everyone's like, oh, self-acknowledgement. I don't need that. But it's like when you, and I do this all the time when I bring myself to do it, I'm like, oh wait, that actually did feel really good. Like I've been doing more than I thought I did, or like, I'm actually doing better than I realized. But when we, there's the power in like seeing it on paper. So I would encourage everyone to kind of do that for like, almost like a quick dopamine hit, right? Like, oh wow. Like I did all of this and I try any, and we're not talking like you don't have to have done like crazy stuff, but just, I woke up every day. I, you know, picked up a hobby or whatever it is. And I think that it will ground you and get, and kind of lead to that, some of that perseverance and that um, energy behind that second wind. I think that's like a little, flame or piece of wood we can throw on the fire that will help spark it. I love that. It's so motivating to think about, and it's just powerful to think about all the work that you have done, especially if you feel like you identify as an overachiever, (laughs) which I kind of do. It's easy to be like, to do a ton of work and not really acknowledge yourself for it. When you look back and you're like, oh, I did this, 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 and this, and this. And even in these days, I'm like getting out of bed at a normal hour that's a pretty big deal. You know, like that's, it actually takes a lot, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think it is really powerful to just acknowledge yourself and also have compassion. I know at least personally, my experience is it's easy to judge yourself too. When you're like, well, I'm not doing enough because I feel this way. And especially when you make that list, I think that's such a great idea, Michelle, but also giving yourself compassion and just talking to yourself kindly can go a very far way. Like can go a very long way because I think if we're feeling bad and then we just add, it's called a second arrow. And like, and I think in Buddhism where you're already Mm. feeling bad, but then if you Mm, make yourself feel bad for feeling bad, it's the arrow you shoot and yourself, like you can't control (laughs) the first one, but you can definitely control the second one. Totally. (laughs) I love that. So much pain. Yeah. Yes. And I I think I love whatever that you said that that's Buddhism, the, second arrow. I, I, I never heard of that. Um, and I, cause I think that that is pretty much what COVID is right now, or like what a lot of us are experience, experiencing mm-hmm. collectively. It's like the first arrow al- already is mm-hmm. that I love arrows too. So this is like, <laughs> I love this True. little uh, thing you just <laughs> shared, but no, it's like that. And, and even if like, even pre COVID, right? Like sometimes the situations that we can't change, like that's the first arrow. Like, yes, we can embrace the suck and acknowledge that first arrow for being there and get angry. Cause I think it's, in my opinion, I think it's healthy to, to get angry and like to let yourself feel it rather than try to skip it for so long. But exactly what you're highlighting here. It's like the second arrow is, you know, where I feel like this episode is for the people who are like, kind of about to shoot that second arrow or they're like, they want, because like they almost feel like, oh, they want to give up and like, I can't persevere and like just Mm -hmm. stick another one in me. And it's like, "Mm," but like, if we can be mindful and intentional of how to like not do that, I think we would go a long way because even though it might feel good to just complain or think negatively or just say, well, then screw it all. If I can't, if I can't feel good or if I can't succeed doing X, Y, and Z or the way we originally intended for it to look, then I'm done. And it's like, that's where, this is the other thing I was going to mention. Speaking of what you just said, like, I think getting comfortable with 
success, pleasure, enjoyment, love, celebrations looking differently right now. Like, I think we have to lean into that. We're like, we've known for so long, all of those things look one way and now they're going to look a different way. And different isn't always bad. You know, different's not the same and it sucks when you can't hug your, your loved ones, Mm -hmm. but we have to now think, okay, how else can I express my love? How else? And I know this might be like a triggering topic for some people because it is really painful. Yeah. I think we just need to like look for other avenues, um, during this time. Yeah. My favorite question to ask whenever anything stinks and, you know, we have to accept, like you said, embrace the suck is, you know, how can we support ourselves given that we feel this way or given that we're in this situation, how can we support ourselves? Because number one, I think it's so important to accept it. Like we've just talked about, but then asking, you know, what can I do for myself? And at least personally, I'm experiencing the burnout of like burnout, you know, like the burnout of trying to be there for myself and like hold my hand Mm -hmm. and like feeling burnt out and trying to support myself. I'm like at that second level of burnout of like, oh my goodness, can I continue doing this? Mm -hmm. But what I think is really great, what you just said too, is like, it's just a shift. Like, I don't think there's a right way to do anything. And what I'm realizing is things that work for me have worked for me before are not working for me in the same way. So I'm adapting and trying different things. And I think at least with perseverance and accepting, like, there's just going to be a different way to do things. It doesn't make it worse. It doesn't make it better, but doing something differently is going to be really helpful and just accepting that things are going to be different. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. And I think that it's different in so many ways, right? So like, even like, yes, like our social aspects and filling our cup like that, nurturing and like soothing ourselves. And also, you know, with, I would even like say with careers and stuff right now, or like maybe you have, maybe, you know, anyone listening is an entrepreneur and like their targets were very like financial focused or they're, or maybe they ha- on your bucket list was all these traveling places. And to you, that's what equates, that's what equals success in your personal or whatever it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like even in the, in the dating realm, I like, I hear a lot of, single friends saying like, this really sucks. Like there's just so many things. And it's like, we just have to kind of look at like, how can I still move forward in any of those areas of my life in a way that's kind of like that I can right now, like a Mm -hmm. like with that, like in the current situation, Um, it might not look like backpacking across Europe right now, but how can I fill that cup in a different way Mm -hmm. and still feel like, okay, this year wasn't a bust. Like I was able to do something or like dating, like, okay, I can't go to the bar and meet, meet these people, but like, how else can I connect or, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I know these, these are starting to sound weird, but (laughs) it it makes a lot of sense. That's like one of my favorite games to play is if I can't have what I really want, like in this case, if it's like seeing your family members, I'm, I always like to play the game of, what is it that I'm really after? Is that source of connection and then re-engineering? I don't know the right word, but figuring out- Reverse engineering. Mm-hmm. Reverse engineering, that's the word. Mm-hmm. How can I achieve that sense of connection given the, circun- given the circumstances? So does that mean, you know, for like anyone who's single, online dating, or like for me, just like a ton of Zooms with my family, <laughs> or there's so many different things that we can do. And 
I think for me, at least like tapping back into that fun and just letting go of my ego a little bit to like, be like, okay, I'm just going to relax into that attitude of gratitude of like, all right, it's going to be different. I would love to complain. I would love, you know, to make it a bigger, well, it is a big deal, but to just resist that change versus giving myself what it act, what I actually need, which is that source of connection or just feeling a deeper gratitude for smaller things in the day. So instead of feeling excited by backpacking, you know, across Europe, like you said, maybe it's like excited about trying a new recipe. It seems very, very different, but finding a way to let that be fulfilling is a very interesting process and practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And exactly. I think that I, yeah, I think that's, I think it's exactly that. And it's like, we can complain and feel sad, but at the same time, we do have to start getting curious about what else it could look like, or we're going to miss, we're going to miss an opportunity to grow. And, and I think right now, like everyone's level of resiliency is growing so much. Mm -hmm. And I, again, if for anyone listening, if no one reminded you, like you are internally super strong and emotionally you are resilient. And this is what, you know, I think as a nation and of the world where we're kind of earning stripes right now, for lack of a better term, <laughs> like going through this and like, yeah. just think about it. it, the way you handle the situation. And I agree with you, like there's no right or wrong way, but just as a little bit of motivation right here, it's like, as you get curious of, okay, I can't travel to Europe right now or whatever the heck it is. This is just an example. How can I still um, cultivate that feeling of that culture that I want to experience? And like, I love what you said, like maybe it's a new recipe. Um, obviously, is that the same thing as eating in Italy? Like, no, but like, <laughs> but you know what we're doing is we're like, we're, we're not we're, we're, we're at the train tracks. And instead of going down that path, we're like just super negative spiral. We're getting on the other train and we're kind of like choosing it, even though it's not the the train to Italy. Um, but what's going to happen is that we will get through this. Like you will, I think that's another side note is like, we have to know that there's a light at the other side of the tunnel. Like we cannot lose our faith. I think faith and spirituality or religion, whatever you want to call it is so important right now. So think about where you are in this muck and like every skill that you pick up right now, like these drive-by celebrations, you know, zoom weddings and like all these things that people are, would have never in a million years have thought of until they had to were forced which a lot of great things are birthed in times where there was no other choice. And like, because it sucked, all of these things you're picking up right now, like you're bringing with you, like to this, to to when life gets better. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're, I think we can view the situation as how many tools can I pick up? Like if we were a little kid, right? Like how many skills can I pick up? And and again, this isn't to like go on the other end of the spectrum and be like, you need to pick up a hobby. You need to do this and all this. (laughs) That's, that's not what I'm talking about guys. And I, cause I feel like social media like makes you think like that freaking push-up challenge for, for instance, in the the beginning of quarantine, (laughs) but like, I'm just saying like for you, let that be your challenge. Like, Mm -hmm. mm, like how much can I, how many skills and tools can I develop every time I met with adversity? All right, Sky Daddy, you want to do this to me? You want to challenge me? Mm, I'm not, I can't get to Italy. I'm going to 
cook something in the kitchen because one day when you're a grandma, you're going to share that with your grandkids or you're just going to share your skills one day, you know, like, and when you, when you come across a friend along the way, who's like, yeah, I'm really struggling. You're going to be like, oh, you know what? I started doing this like tapping exercise or like whatever. And (laughs) like, and you're going to, and I know this is like, I don't know, I'm apparently on one right now, but like, (laughs) I think that could be the stretch for people of like, think of it as like, okay, this sucks, but how can I get creative? Everyone says a lot of people don't think they're creative. You survive in quarantine and doing cool things, like figuring out ways to send like, you know, loved ones that you can't be with love and make them feel that way. That's creative. You know, like there's just so many, there's so many things that I think we can we can do. And I know like it depends. Like right now, some people might be hearing this and be like, oh, take a hike. Like, but <laughs> well, I think I love that because I like that you say, like, looking at, at looking at it as an opportunity to put tools in your in your toolbox. But what I think is really important is to distinguish what is like toxic positivity and what's not. Like because you could see push-ups on social media and be like, oh, well, that's what I have to do. And I'm not doing, you know, I'm not doing mental health right if I'm not trying like push-up <laughs> challenges. I don't even remember that, to be honest. But what's really important is that you learn for you what to do in this situation. Like the thing yes. that gets me through is not what's going to get Michelle through. I mean, there'll probably be a lot of similarities, but like, you know, <laughs> like we're both too tapping. We're both like, you know? <laughs> but, but no, but like, it's really true because that's where the second arrow comes in of like, Oh, well, Michelle's doing all these things. Why am I not mm-hmm. doing it? Or like on social media, it's like the silent second arrow. I feel like, <laughs> and it's like, no, the point is that when you realize, when you get stressed, when you feel down, when you feel disappointed, when you want to feel excited, you know what to do about it. There's Mm -hmm. no one right way to do it, but you get to figure it out. And I kind of like the idea. I got the image of like preparing for the next challenge of like whatever's coming forward next in life. I'm I'm like, oh yes, I'm getting ready. Yes. (laughs) Our avatars like in the game. Like, there we go. Yeah. Like, you know what? Let's pause right here. And just like everyone who's listening, like, okay. All right. So in 2020, pre-COVID, you were you oh my god we don't even recognize that person because that person's not nearly as strong (laughs) as the the amount of skills that you picked up since before covid like whoa so think of that avatar and now like i want everyone to think of like that next level who like okay like what armor are you putting on like who are you stepping into to like take on this next challenge and like persevere because again at the end of the day like we have that choice. Like what train are you going to get on? Are you going to get on the train where you're like, "Mm," like you're going downhill all the time? Or are you going to be like, "Mm," like I'm going to be like this 3.0 level. Like, cause I feel like 2020, a lot of us had to be like that 2.0 to make it out. And now it's like, you know what? The world just wants us to be our a 3.0 version of ourselves. We can't. So here we come. (laughs) Here we come. No, what makes wait hearing you say that one of the things that I like whenever I go through a challenge, I like to try to bless it and just think it like it sucks. Mm-hmm. But saying thank you, what can I learn? Because I think as humans, I think we've I don't think we're necess- I think we're meant to be happy. But I think what's more important is that we find meaning in difficult times like this. And so, one thing that I love about difficult times is that 
it can feel like everything's changing, but that's not necessarily bad. Like I've had clients who are like, wow, I like, I don't eat out as much anymore. And I actually feel very fine. Now I'm really great at cooking. That's something I've always wanted. So one thing mm-hmm. is to say, what can we look forward to? And I know I'm like that annoying, positive person who's like, you know, embraces suck, find the, like find the silver lining. But like, really, like what is something that you do want to gain out of this time? Like it sucks that COVID is a thing. We can't see our families as much and, you know, social distancing, like there's a lot of negatives, but what can you do about it? Like how can you change in a way that you can get excited about and that you do want to step into, like you were saying, like that the U 3.0, like what is that version you Mm -hmm. want to step into yourself? Because the fact that things are so unstable right now is a, it's a great time for you to start changing because it's going to be probably the easiest right now that it ever has been before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that it's, yeah. I mean, I'm seconding, I'm dittoing everything that you said. And I feel like I don't think it's like that annoying person again, because we're saying like, feel the suck and come back to this and still at the end of the night, count your blessings. You know what I mean? Like be pissed off, do the thing, figure out a way to stress management, stress manage it. I think it's a, I think this is unfortunately for a lot of people, a really tough time who are, who already were struggling with coping skills when it comes to difficult situations, but it can also be a really beautiful time because a lot of people were like, Oh damn, I really do have a problem with X, Y, Z. And there's people right now. And I, I don't say this to like, you know, shoot the second arrow in into anyone, but just to expand you guys listening is that there's people who COVID started or like, you know, COVID went for a little bit and they were like, you know what, now's the time to, to work on my nutrition or my health or to go to therapy. Like I've seen a lot of mm-hmm. positive, if you will, so silver linings, like you said, for those people who were faced with those two trains and said, what am I, which side of the track am I going to get on? And they were like, you know what, might as freaking well. I had an amazing client who lost her job and she signed up for, you know, for coaching because she, she was like, I know I'm going to get a job. Like I'm going to, I'm going to be employed again. And the, the opportunity here is I've always wanted to work on my nutrition and my relationship with food. So sign me up. So it's, it's just how we look at these things. And again, this isn't to, to shoot the second arrow, but I do think you and I need to give a little bit of that, like friendly nudge of like, (laughs) it's like, it's like, yes, it can suck. And like I said before, count your blessings. And we have to force ourselves sometimes to do that, but you will thank us later when you can. Yeah. And I, and I've been in a, in a hole before and people are like, Oh, well at least blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? Go screw yourself. And then even, <laughs> and no real. And then even after a little time went by, I, I would reflect back later that day or the next day and think, mm, well, she's, she's right. Like at least it's not, you know, at least I do have, yeah. so it might hurt to hear, but that doesn't mean you don't need to hear it sometimes. And I so I don't think you are that annoying person. <laughs> that was good. It's just like, I, I like to be that. Like, I like to say just because I'm like, that's not my intention. <laughs> I think it's good to acknowledge that you're not going to want to do the things to support yourself. Like, it's okay to feel like, you know, well, you told me that I should just do this thing and I know it's going to help me, but I don't want to do it. Like, that's a part of me that's like, I still feel it's like the little child in me that's like, I don't want to do it. But like, you're probably not going to want to do the things that are going to make you feel good up like at first, like you're probably Mm -hmm. not going to want to like, and I think people wait to do like, wait to feel ready to do the thing. When in reality, we kind of have to do the thing and then realize 
I like that. I don't like that. I'm either going to not do it or I am going to do it. And that's kind Mm -hmm. of it. Like one of the things my mom would always tell me, which was exactly this was like, you don't have to want to do it. You just have to do it. She would always say that about my homework when I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) why are you so right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's, and it's one of those things too, where like just getting clear with yourself again, giving yourself that permission of like, well, what is it that I do truly need to do? Because do you need to do like 10 pushups? Do you need to meditate for 30 minutes? No. Do you need to take it like two minutes of breathing? Maybe that would help. Right. So like getting clear on like, what is it that would really be effective for you? And then just deciding, you know, five, four, three, two, one, going to do it. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that again, like toxic positivity comes to mind if that's even the right phrase and just like, Oh, like feel good. And like, just do the things. And, you know, I'll, I'll out myself. Like, even when I say like, you know, follow the soul pulls and things like that, nourish your soul. Yes, those things are super important. And that doesn't always mean like that nourishing your soul and fall and like doing what feels good doesn't mean that you don't do the things that you have to do that don't might not necessarily feel good right now. You know what I mean? Because I think some people can also fall into that trap like, oh, I'm just going to do what feels good. And then it's like we can almost use that as like a cop out sometimes to like to to write down gratitude at night. Right. Or to take, take a break and take a walk, even though it's cold out. And you're like, you know what? doesn't feel great when I'm doing it or like when I start out, but we know over time you actually start to like, you enjoy it. Then you start to look forward to it. So on and so forth. So we have to kind of find that balance of like tough love. Like, I don't like to say tough love, but like, like what you said, like, just because it doesn't feel good, doesn't like in the beginning, doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. And what we were talking about before this, I think is really important of like, you have to realize that this reminds me of like weight loss too. It's like, you didn't get here overnight. And like, if you just now are tuning into this stuff, welcome. We were happy you're here. And we just had COVID for the past 10 months, almost a year. So by you just doing meditation for the first time ever, you can't expect, you can't be like, Oh wait, but it's not working. I still feel like shit. Like this isn't worth it. It's like, it's like, no sister. Like we have a lot, like you have to be consistent and you have to realize that you didn't get here overnight. So the, the, the work is going to be the potent to, to make it potent, you're going to need a strong dose sometimes. And that doesn't mean be obsessive. It just means be consistent, like mm-hmm. keep showing up, keep showing up. And little by little, it'll chip away. Yeah. I love that you said that. Of like, it's not that you have to be obsessive, but persistent. I saw a TikTok recently of someone talking about habits where it's like a rubber, a ball of rubber bands, which I, I never really like really had those, but I've like definitely seen them. And I like the image of every time you do it, it's like putting a, a rubber band on the ball. So eventually you're going to have a lot but if you're trying to go in the other direction, you also kind of have to like take each rubber band off. <laughs> so yes. it's one of those things I think just having patience and that. persistence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like, I think I saw that like last week. I'm like, wow, this is like revolutionized with <laughs> the way I view habits. I th- um, Yeah. That's such a good visual. It's exactly that. Like if you were someone who wasn't doing anything before or very like minimal, you know, that rubber band, that ball is going to probably be really big. So you have to, you're not going to feel or see the effects, you know, right away. Yeah. But some things you really might like, honestly, like, I think there's some, there's something so beautiful about just like realizing, like when you actually take the intention and they're like, I'm feeling down, I'm going to do this thing for myself and just like appreciating the heck out of it. Like, Mm -hmm. like the little moment thing, when I know I'm doing something that's really serving me in the moment, but also in the long run, 
that's what I've been pr- trying to prioritize recently. And it's just like, it's so revolutionary. <laughs> Do you mean just like slowing down? Can you elaborate on that for people? Yeah. Slowing down. So like, cause it's true. Like there's things that like, you know, they don't happen overnight. And so I think I've gotten into like a little bit more of like negative thinking and more like critical thinking, which I just know that about myself. And if anybody's into the Enneagram, like I'm a seven and I turn towards a one, which is the perfectionist during Mm -hmm. stressful times. So Mm -hmm. I know that about myself, having that awareness, I can start to recognize that's not a very helpful thought. So what I've really been um, doing lately is just being super mindful about how I talk to myself and literally just doing that it's like a world of difference. I'm like, Oh, I get to, I just get to exist and love myself. It feels really good. Like literally just to tell myself, Hey honey, you're doing a good job. Yeah. Like that compassion. Yeah. Like that's it. Like when I, when I need to like trigger myself in a positive way to like be kind and compassionate to myself, I either say, Hey honey, or Hey cutie. And I'm like, Hey cutie, just I love that. what's going on. What can I do for you? You kind of catch yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the biggest thing is just being aware. Cause once you're aware and then you form the habit of, it's like the second thought, like we can't necessarily change the first thought overnight, but the second thought we can change. So if I hear myself saying something unhelpful, then I say, Hey, let's change that thought. You know, I'm good. I'm choosing to do something different. And that like literally for me, because it's just like your internal environment, especially since I've been by myself a lot, it's I'm with mm-hmm. myself a lot. Like there's not as many other people to talk to. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. like, mm-hmm. It makes a really big impact for me in my situation at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But the other things I've been doing is just like, I hadn't been, like, I'm really good at super efficient meals. Things where I'm like, okay, this is going to be just good enough. So I've been just going the little extra mile to just take like five or 10 more minutes during prep to make something that I know is delicious that I know I haven't either made in a while or like not like sometimes I'll get, um, like I, <laughs> I teach this to my clients of like, don't be distracted when you eat, but like, I've also kind of gotten lazy with that. And so I just literally have taken time to just slow down, appreciate every bite and just focus on like actually incorporating a little bit more pleasure where I can find it. Where I'm like, I know there's a couple of things in my day that I'm just, I'm just decided to really like stoke up the good feels and that's, what's going to propel me through, you know, <laughs> but it really is. Yeah. Making a difference. I love that. Yeah. I love this, like, um, lead, like the segue into like some fire tips. I feel like we can like share yeah. with, with you guys. Um, yeah, I think going the extra mile with meals is something that I was thinking of myself recently. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, what? it does make a difference. And I think little things like that, like for me, what some of the things that I've been doing, like in the moment type things is like putting music on. So like if I'm working, for example, or starting to feel stressed, like music has been such a go-to for me where I'll either just put it on in the background, which I'm very like ADD at times. So like that doesn't always work, but like just (laughs) to kind of break it up or like hear it um, or just break into a dance. Like I've just been breaking into a dance and it's like, that feels great. Like, so I think the little things in your day, like when you catch yourself in those moments of like, "Mm, you're about to go down or like, just what can you do? Like do those, do those little things like dancing or going the extra mile, setting a placemat for yourself, like little mini joys, I think, especially now make such a big difference. And I just want to say for anyone who's like, oh, like is kind of like minimalistic or simplistic, if that's the term, which is like really like, so my nature for me, I feel like 
And it was hard for me to like think like, oh, what's the point of adornment or like lighting the candle or just like to me that always used to feel very extra, like just like yeah, un- right not ex- not even like, oh, my God, extra like that, like just unnecessary. And then this past year, I like really started doing those things like putting the necklace on, spraying a little bit of that perfume, lighting the candle, you know, being taking a little bit longer in the shower, like whatever it is. And those are, I feel like parts of soul nourishment, if you ask me. And I feel like also those are the things that are going to like make your days just a little bit brighter. And in a time where we're like, oh my God, like we need that second wind. I think those are parts of like logs to keep stoking the fire. So do that. And there's the beautiful part about this. There's a hundred million different ways to do that. Maybe it's buying yourself flowers. You know, maybe it's just using the good sheets, like whatever it is, like just do it right now. Cause why the hell not? That's kind of my fire tip advice. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. And like the, what I'm getting from this part of the conversation is like the little things matter a lot. And I feel like that's what I hear in like relationships, like, Oh, the little things matter, which is very true. And it's like with yourself, it's also the case. And I'm so there with you, Michelle. I feel like I, it's made, it's taken some, I don't know. It's taken time for me to switch from that I don't need this, but it's very nice. And so now I'm kind of in like, at first I'd be like, no, 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 I don't need the candle. Like I don't need, you know, I don't need to do this. But lately it's just like, no, this, it actually really makes a big difference. Even though it's like you said, lighting the candle, or I think you mentioned dancing around mm-hmm. more like a couple weeks ago. So I've been doing that more and it's, it's just mm-hmm. so fun. It's just so fun. So mm-hmm. a little goes it's a long a- way. Totally. I think anything to activate like one of your, one of the senses, like especially, and there might be some like backing behind this, but definitely like movement, I think is big, like dancing. And I think like sensory, like smell. So if like a candle or spring perfume, I feel like that could, I don't know, I, I could, this is totally just in my opinion, <laughs> but I feel like when you change something up, like when you're feeling negative, like it can go a long way. And that's why even yeah. too, like with eating and preparing a meal, like putting out the placement or taking an actual lunch break on your virtual day at the office, like going outside. Um, yeah. Just do those little things right now. And you know what? It, to me, what I'm hearing is most people do have the time right now. So do take the time to do, uh, do like take the air fryer out and cook, like, and you know, cook your vegetables different tonight. Like just do little things. Yes. <laughs> I don't just know. Do like just different. Because even variety, I think, Lucy, is important Mm -hmm. for people too. Like maybe that's something that can add. Like some people, I think one of their core needs is like the spice of life. Like I feel like those variety people know who they are. So maybe you're caught in the mundane. Yeah, no, but I I feel like that's, you know, I I think I would relate to that. So just add variety into the mundane like day-to-day of the four walls that you're staring at. I love that. And one thing I want to ask you about, because I think this is, what a lot of people struggle with is like eating and stress. And so personally, this is how I know, like I've made stri- like strides with my relationship with food where I'll be in a stressful state and I actually take better care of myself through food. Whereas it used to be mm-hmm. the opposite. So I'd be curious what you have to say to someone who's like, Oh, but during stressful times, like eating feels more stressful. So what would you say to that? Like person? eating health. You mean like eating healthy feels more stressful or just eating in healthy, general like food? Yeah. yeah. Eating and eating in general, like maybe, maybe not so much like putting effort into meals, but like being afraid of overeating or 
mm-hmm. not eating enough or just feeling like stress Let's, makes it more difficult. Yeah. To eat. Yeah. Well, I would say that's very common. Like, first of all, like, cause like you said, like most people, when we have stress, we're either falling into like the overeating is, you know, or the under eating cause the, like stress is a real thing. So mm-hmm. I would say, um, like we always say, like be, be gentle with yourself and compassionate. And like, I was saying this to someone the other night, like, first of all, the fact that if that person who's listening is like asking that and like starting to get curious about it, like congratulations, cause that's the first step. So you're already on your way cause you're starting to, to get curious. And I think there's two things I would do. I would start to, other than the meeting yourself with compassion is start to also explore other ways to deal with stress. Um, if you fall on like the, the, especially like the emotional stress eaters, like start to just play around with, like make a list or just start to take note, like what other things help me alleviate stress? I think simultaneously, like being aware of our food choices and trying to make changes in stressful times, whether that's making it more intentional eating um, or eating less of some of the junk food that we we tend to, I think it's a two, like a parallel process. So we're being mindful of the actual food, like what's going in our mouths or not going in our mouths while getting curious about, okay, I've done this for so long. I've done this one way, whether I'm skipping meals or binge eating, whatever it is, what's some other ways I can do? And even once you start to just pose that question, I think is really powerful. And most people don't stop to acknowledge it. So again, if like you're listening to this or you already started asking yourself that question, like I'm going to say like, keep going girlfriend, because you're already in a position in a power position right now, just start to explore that further, but don't put the, don't shoot your second arrow at yourself. (laughs) Like don't start to say, Oh crap, that's me. I'm the freaking worst. It's like, save the drama. (laughs) <laughs> what, what would, what would you say? I don't know that. That's, that's a lot of what of... I would say. And that, because yeah, like that's exactly what I would say. I like really second it, <laughs> save yourself the drama, be compassionate with yourself. We're never going to find the answers if you're judging yourself because yeah. the answers are where you're judging yourself. So let that go, bring some curiosity in and ask like, Hey, what's really going on? Because a lot of people they're like, Oh my God, I'm stress eating. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you do for your stress? And they're like, nothing. I'm like, okay, well, like you said, what's one way that we, <laughs> yeah. we can, what's one way that we could explore, you know, taking care of whatever the true need is to me, like, I think that's number one. And I, it's just like going again, it's just going that extra mile of like, okay, how can I put myself in this state where eating is a little bit easier? One of the times that I feel good around food, is it after I've had a bath? Is it after I've worked out? Is it after I've talked to someone on the phone? Is it after I've made a lot, like, you know, I've put a lot of intention and effort into this meal. And the other thing I would say is, especially with anybody who feels like overeating is just like really focus on the quality over the quantity, because I think, especially if food is like your highlight of your day, which is something I've been experiencing lately because I'm like by myself and I look forward to my meals in a way that I haven't in a long time. Mm-hmm. Same. I was, I'm thinking of like takeout right now. I'm like, yeah. I need something. <laughs> yeah. But like, I think when we're in that place of judgment, we're like, oh no, that's so bad. And it's not like let food do its job. I think when you're judging yourself, food can have a beautiful, like you said, grounding presence. Like it has a grounding effect. It is something that you use all five of your senses for if you really engage them. And it can be a way to really bring yourself into the present moment. So we don't have to demonize eating for 
pleasure or comfort. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Mm-hmm. But if, again, if you're beating yourself up about it, it might turn into some sort of um, like eating event that you just, you don't like. So mm-hmm. think about the pleasure. Think about the satisfaction. How can you really get the most out of that meal or whatever you're going to eat and let it do its job to comfort you, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So quality over quantity is what I would say there of like, you know, make it a really good experience and put music on. Like I like pretend like you're going on a date or something like that. Even if it's with yourself, like use the nice, use the nice dishes, put on a candle, put on some music or whatever. And like, let it be a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I second that. And I think again, it's, it's for the person who's like, wow, but if like, that doesn't seem reasonable for me, like I would still binge. And it's like, yes, that's just part, it's a process. So like, that's part of it. And finding how to manage that, like you said, like how you're like, oh, what do you do with your stress for your stress management? And they're like, oh, nothing. It's like, well, you have, girlfriend, you have (laughs) to figure out what you're doing with, like, you know what I mean? Like you just said about that night, like light a candle, listen to music, like all that stuff is great. And I think you, you know, you still have to figure out how you're going to manage your stress and just be patient with yourself. Cause remember, think about that avatar 3.0, like you're building all these skills. So then post quarantine and COVID, which we will get there, you're going to have that skill and, and you're going to be like, Oh wow, I know how to manage stress now because I was so freaking stressed because thanks to COVID and I was forced to face that and I chose to face it. And now I'm coming out of the other side even better. cliche, but could be very true for a lot of people. Yeah, it's true. And I think it's not like going back to, um, the, it's not tough love, but I think it's just being honest with yourself because I think sometimes it can be like, Ooh, self-care when it's really not, it's just a way to kind of like self-sabotage. And so I think getting true with you of like, okay, do I want this? Because whatever I'm choosing, is it really self-care? Like, is it really going to leave me feeling good or is it really not? Because sometimes what's going to leave you feeling really great. Maybe it is more of like, something that we say is unhealthier, you know what I mean? But sometimes Mm -hmm. it's not. So getting really clear with yourself to say like, what is it that's truly going to leave me in the state that I want to be in after this happens? You know, because I Mm -hmm. think sometimes we're not after the habit, we're after how the habit makes us feel. So Mm -hmm. if that's, you know, getting clear on like, how is it that you really want to feel and what's truly going to get you there? Again, sometimes it's uncomfortable because you got to have that honest conversation with yourself. And like, oh, I've been operating by binging this whole time. And now I'm going to try to do this other thing. And that feels uncomfortable and I don't want to do it. But ultimately you do because you wouldn't be sitting here thinking about it or feeling bad about it if you, if you wanted to, if you didn't want to change. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. It's a journey. Totally. It, it, it's definitely a journey and it's not like, overnight and overnight success by any means. But I think just starting the process is super important, which a lot of people I feel like are doing right now. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a journey. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely a journey. It's, you know, it's a lot of self-exploration. There's no one right way to do it. And I think that's like the biggest thing of like, you figure out what works for you. If you're open Mm -hmm. to finding new possibilities Mm -hmm. and get and get the help, like just seriously, like get, get the help. If you're noticing like, wow, this isn't something I can handle on my, on my own. You're worth it. Like I was thinking about this today. It's like, we, sometimes we look at things and we're like, oh wow, that's, that's crazy. Like, or that's expensive or like, how could I, and it's like, what if we instead were looking at it as like, oh wait, 
you know, that's going back into me. Like I'm investing in me. Like, oh, I'm, I actually am worth it. And I get like, money's a very real thing. But I also think that the way we perceive ourselves sometimes and our deservingness and worth of like putting in the energy and the work to heal our relationship with food and things like that gets in the way. Because if we're thinking of ourselves like, oh, we're not really worth doing that program, money or not, maybe it's just the time to like do it. Like, oh, that's a lot of time. It's like, yes, but you are worth it. Like you're living in this body with yourself for the next, however, rest of your life. So like, it's worth doing the work. It's worth investing money. It's worth investing the time. You're not just, you know, throwing the stuff to the wind. It's like, you will face stress post COVID. I I hate to, I hate to burst anyone's bubble, but like, if you're emotionally (laughs) eating during COVID, you're probably going to emotionally eat this probably isn't the first time you've emotionally ate. Maybe for some it is, but the point is it's like, it's a skill that's invaluable. The work is invaluable. So it sucks that it's like knocking on your doorstep right now. No one asked for it. And you know, let's deal with it now that it's here. Yeah. My job. (laughs) We're like, we're being tough tonight, but I think it's good. (laughs) It's like tough tough enough love. Well, I like it because sometimes I can get in that place. Where I'm like, oh, I just want gentleness. But it's like nice to have someone to be like, take care of yourself. Like you're worth it. Yeah. You're worth it. And it's not that you you're have so to be worth tough it. on yourself, but you're worth whatever effort it takes to feel good. And whatever that, you know, whatever it means for you, you're worth it. Right. I think it, it's, it. I, it's, I was thinking of this today. Like it's soft and strong. Like you could be like, it, like strong doesn't mean mean. I think a lot of us think that and it's like strong can also be soft, but it could, it needs to be strong still. Like, so yeah. I think that's what we're saying tonight. It's like, you're like with the, you're worth it comments. Like, it's like you, you're worth it. It doesn't have to be like shameful and mean. It could be like an empowered, like, Oh yes, I'm worth it. Like I'm putting the time in. Yeah. So do the things like make it figure out, how you can make it work for you, whatever that looks like, because you are worth it. You are worth it. And if you're overwhelmed by something, just give it one shot, you know, like take some time, just be like, you know what? I don't really want to meditate or I don't want to go the extra mile with my meal today. I'm just going to do it. Just try it. If you don't Mm -hmm. like it, but I'm willing to bet that you will see the benefits of it. So you'll probably want to do it more. Yes. And and honestly, I feel like what we're saying today is like very on point with the beginning of our conversation, which is how can we persevere and get a second wind in a mentally tough time where we're all feeling that. And it's like, yes, it's, there's that compassion piece and that softness. And I think a huge piece of of the recipe is this is what we're saying. The tough love, like not like, Oh, dry up your tears, get over it. But yeah, I see your tears. Here's a tissue. All right. Pat on the back. Now we have to move forward. If you're listening to this and you wanted to know how can I persevere and how can I get my second wind? I think that's just the reality of it. We need a little bit of that, you know, that tough strongness. So Yeah. I Mm -hmm. love that. And one of the things I always like to remember is like, you don't have to feel good to take care of yourself. In fact, when you feel down, this is the best time to take care of yourself. So Mm -hmm. that's where it's like, you're worth it. It's worth it. You know, you don't like, you can still cry and, you know, move your body. (laughs) You know, you can still do, I'm not saying that if it's not, you know, your truth and what you should be doing, but like, Mm -hmm. that's one thing for me that I like that really clicked 
I don't know, a while ago of like, oh, it feels better to take really good care of myself when I'm really low, you know? Mm-hmm. So if there's yeah. a time to do it, this is it. This is the time. <laughs> Definitely. And I just want to tell people even like tonight, like on my sassy kick right now, like it's like... <laughs> There were moments today where I was like, I, you know, I was thinking about the situation and I felt like crying, you know? So what I'm saying, and I'm sharing that because it doesn't mean like the person who's coming off strong or like saying this stuff, it's like, they never feel like they're, no, it's like, it's, this is from, this is us this past season, LOL, which (laughs) this is is back now. But um, he says something about life is both beautiful and tragic. And I feel like sometimes when we're dealing with, COVID and the perseverance, it's like, that doesn't mean you can't have tears on your face while you're still getting your ass to the grocery store and buying the foods that are going to nourish your body. It means that you're, you're a human during this time. So I think some of us wait for like, oh, well, she just feels good. Or like, look at her life or like this and that. And it's like, no, you don't know what she's doing behind closed doors. Like, And you don't know if that person's the second, like a minute away from a a breakdown, but they're just showing up. So I just want everyone to lean into that perseverance, that second wind of like, take the, take the rest, but still continue to show up for yourself. Yeah. Show up for yourself. It always feels good to show up for yourself and appreciate it because going back to that list of like, how have you already shown up for yourself? When you do something nice for yourself, sit there and be like, thank you. Like that was Mm -hmm. hard. I recognize you, you know, like, yeah. And I love the self-talk. I love your, your name calling cutie. And like, like just saying, call yourself something cute. I don't know that. I think that's like, it just feels good. Get yourself a friend who's amazing. Like Lucy too. And like reflect where, where you can have that conversation and someone can remind you of look how far you've come, like do whatever you have to do. Like that can look like however it's going to look like. Yeah. It's true. But as long as you know how you want to feel, I feel like usually we can come up with something that's going to make us feel better, whether it's connected, whether it's peaceful, whether it's nourished, whether it's grounded, whether it's trusting, whatever it is. I think that Mm -hmm. you can, when you start from that place of like, all right, I'm feeling this way. What can I do? And you're open and creative Mm -hmm. and you're willing to give it a try. All these things I'm now saying, it's so easy, but then do all these (laughs) things. No, I think the the biggest thing I would say guys that Lucy's saying, like, the gateway to all of that is she's you're essentially saying like be compassionate like don't fight like the second you start like fighting it like those ideas of how to find peace in a stressful time they're not going to come through but when you're just like it's such serenity prayer vibes this whole conversation it's like accepting what you can have the courage to do what you can whatever the second you're just like okay surrendering to the suck the, and making peace with it and not hating on yourself or the situation, that that idea for that thing that's going to make you feel good is going to come through. But if you're too busy partaking in the banter of how much this year is going to suck and all that, you're not going to you're not going to be open to the, the the beauty among the tragic of, oh, yeah, I could actually do this and feel peaceful. I could. Oh, you know what? I can try that. And that actually makes me feel good, because if you're too busy looking up tickets for the the negative train you're not gonna you're gonna miss ways to say that was so lame but the tickets will always be there (laughs) whether it's lame or not you will never have to try very hard to get on the negative train like that option is always you don't even need a ticket you don't even need it's just free what is it general like just general general (laughs) admission that's what it is (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it, it does make you very strong to be willing to accept your emotions and accept the situation. So I love, I love this conversation. Yeah. yeah we, I hope this was helpful guys. I feel like we talked about a lot of different things and I hope you at least got one insp- inspired thought from tonight or today's episode. Um, I'd love to know like what your avatars are for 2021. Like what does your <laughs> 3.0 version look like? Send us a DM, like tag us. Um, what is your alter ego name? Mine is Michelita, but now I feel like it needs to like be Michelita 3.0 or I don't know. Like, <laughs> so, oh my gosh, Michelita. I love that. Mine is, um, battle angel Lucy, because there's like a movie that, that came out when my boyfriend and I started dating. It was like Nikki. No, it was, I can't even remember the name, but it was like something battle angel. And I was like, that's it. Like I'm aggressively compassionate. <laughs> that's what we are. I love that. Yes. Yes. Like everyone, like think of that version of you that you're going to become in this challenge and stay strong. And we're always here for you. So feel free. Did you have any last thoughts, Lucy? Sorry. That's it. No, I like it. I think this is a good wrap up point. Let us know who you want to be growing into. I love that as a, yeah, as a push off a a touchstone. (laughs) Join us on the train, join us on the positive train and (laughs) you know, do the things, do, do things like Lennon Doyle says, one of our idols who we want on here one day, um, you can do hard things. So just remember that like you can do hard things and we will get through this. Like things will get better. So stay strong, stay soft and strong, (laughs) stay soft and stay strong. I love it. (laughs) I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Deep Dietitians podcast. Michelle and I would love to connect with you over on Instagram. You can find us at Deep Dietitians. And please DM us or take a screenshot of this episode and tag us in it. Let us know what you think. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and share this episode with a friend if you think they would find value in it or if you yourself thought it was interesting. We look forward to talking to you on the next episode. And until then, stay connected with yourself.